0: Here's the host of the Rebrand Podcast, the CEO of OH Partners, Scott Harkey.
1: Welcome to the Rebrand Podcast, where we tell the untold stories of world-changing brand campaigns as by the marketers who built them. I'm your host and founder of OH Partners, Scott Harkey. And joining us is Mike Spannenberg, who is the CEO and co-founder of State 48, which is definitely just more than a t-shirt company. State 48 prides itself on partnerships and helping local people and businesses make a statement through its service-based offerings. Yesterday, Mike and I talked about how to leverage State Pride to build a game-changing fashion brand. Today, we're going to continue that conversation and discuss a little bit about how sports collaborations built fashion brands. Here's my conversation with Mike Spannenberg, the CEO and founder of State 48. Mike, as a marketing strategy guy... When I looked at your financials a few years ago and I saw the percentage of budget going to sports team contracts and sponsorships, I thought you were crazy. But as I've been watching most have you, of have you watched um, Winning Time at all on Showtime about Jerry Buss and the Lakers? It's sort of sacrilegious for us as Suns fans to watch that. I feel gross watching it, but it's an amazing show because I freaking hate the Lakers. But... There's a quote in there and Jerry Bus is a, a character where he's in the car with Jeannie Bus, and they're driving and he's like leveraged all over the place. And this is like such an entrepreneur, like, you know, he's got buildings here and buildings there and a note's coming due. and Like he doesn't have enough money to pay for it. And Jeannie's all freaking out his daughter and they're in the car and he's like, and I, you know, he's a PhD. He was like a doctor. He was like a physicist, like smart dude. And he talked about how p- he asked his daughter if he knew, how, if she knew how planes flew. And he's like, they don't fly. They fall. Planes are just falling through the freaking sky. And basically what he was saying is, shut the hell up. Like I'm an entrepreneur and I'm falling all over the place. And that's the point. Like, so talk to me about, you know, you hear sports sponsorship people, like the power of sports sponsorship is huge and blah, 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 blah. But you've experienced it firsthand. And I mean, you've, (laughs) put your money where your mouth is and you've really invested and you've been bold on this. I mean, you got damn tattoos of sports teams. So how did you do this? Like how did you think that like you should spend a major portion of the profits of the company with major sports teams is, I mean, you, you had been the smallest brand ever to have that large of a sports partnership. And it's, I mean, you, you've killed it. Like what
2: can we learn from you? Yeah, no, I think uh, I was nodding my head and laughing when you're, when you're sharing that quick kind of memory of the, of Jerry bus show, because yeah, I mean, the beauty of entrepreneurship is you figure, figure it out while you go. And I think the best lessons learned are when you go through it and you learn what not to do. And, and I'm laughing at, like when you, I remember that when you were looking at our P and you obviously knew what we spent with the diamondbacks, but obviously we quickly realized after two years, like that's not sustainable, but I would say mm-hmm. a big part of state 48 is we created this to just represent Arizona in every way. And a lot of that was going to be with sports. And I think in my opinion, sports ignites the community more than ever. So like when times are good, things are rolling like that unexpected year of the Suns went to the finals. We couldn't, we didn't even have official state 48 Phoenix sun shirts on our, through our channels. We did with them, but both, we just couldn't keep them in stock, right? So to answer your question, I mean, we went all in with the Diamondbacks just because we believed in all the assets that were there. But then I think like any entrepreneur or business owner, you have to adjust and adapt. And after two years, we realized, okay, we need to make this more sustainable and make this more reasonable based off like our revenues. So we have great relationships with all the sports teams. The only one we actually pay to play with are the Diamondbacks, but it's on a Agreement that makes more sense for the long term now, because we were also solving a problem at that time. Is like the old school. I mean, now it's gotten so much better, but you know, sports merch has always been the boring. typical Like whether it's a jersey or just Phoenix Suns or Cardinals, it's not much to it. So we add that flavor of you know local pride and our logo that people love, and it, may, it just makes for a fun story. And it add, and again, we help add value, which is incredible. Going to Cardinal games at Sun Devil Stadium and. Just being a big fan and now being able to have relationships with, you know, players or front office or the teams in general—it's just a dream come true. So we're all we're all in on sports, but it just has to make sh- you know financial sense too.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, obviously, you predicted the Suns being a terrible team, investing in them early, and then knowing that they would go to the finals and be one of the better teams, and then also predicting the social media barstool moment of the Suns and four guy. I mean, you planned this. Uh, in your business plan. So that was cool that you saw the future like that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy
2: how, it's, I mean, you killed it on that. That was well, awesome. Yeah, quick story on that. I mean, obviously when that happened and went viral, he actually DM'd us and saying, hey, I don't know if you saw my fight. Or <laughs> I'm like, yeah, who, who, who did that? Was like, it was literally that same night. He's, like, I don't know if you saw my, my uh, fight, but like, we, I would love to do merch. And I'm like, all right, let me think about it. And the next thing you know is like, he was like the biggest everywhere in the world, right? And we ended up doing a our own kind of Sons and Four inspired shirt and gave him a piece of profit just to be respectful of him. But yeah, his time was. He, <laughs> What's that guy doing now? I wonder. he's literally. I still follow him. He still has Sons and Four as his Instagram tag, but he he's definitely <laughs> been milking that. And hey, kudos to him for. You know, get He was like hosting. Cl- he was like like hosting clubs in Old Town. He 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 loved it. That was hilarious. Or Bars the barstool. So yeah, but it, those are the moments where like you live for, especially with our brand of like you got to be ready to jump on that kind of stuff. Even like when during that run, Aiden had a that dunk to win the game, and we created a like that within like the first forty eight hours. Because if you don't, then it just the buzz goes away, right? So that's what I mean by like. You know, sports Ignite in the community, everyone's like excited and watching games and all that kind of stuff. You just have the masses ready to just have that sense of pride to want to tell all your Laker fans and friends and Golden State friends to be like, shut up. This is our, uh, our city. There's nothing better. I, I agree. We were
1: talking about David Freeman earlier. I was in New York with him, and he's a huge Eagles and Phillies, you know, just nut fan. But there's just something about something so tribal and human about when sports are happening at a level and the whole city like is experiencing it together. And it seems like you've and State 48 have have captured kind of that vibe. It's not just slapping a logo and be like, we're the proud partner of Sun Devil Athletics, but like truly encompassing this kind of human moment in a city together together like where are other brands getting it wrong? And what do you think their opportunity is to course correct in, in terms of how they leverage sports sponsorships?
2: Yeah, I think you see it more more and more of just being more innovative and not just putting your, your logo on the billboard or the, the sign behind home plate, right? I mean, unfortunately, there's a lot of large organizations that kind of just want to be top of mind and and maybe you yeah. don't have that cool factor. So I will say, like, I don't know necessarily if it's, like, some, because I'm no way an expert, but some organizations necessarily doing it the wrong way. But we just have, we have the benefit of, like, being a cool brand. It's, yeah, I'm, yeah, am sure it's that kind of can add a different element to these partnerships. But, I mean, you know, more than anyone, you see there's a lot of cool, you know, different activations going on now, whether it is, like, a Pepsi or Budweiser. Or like, yeah. I think people are. It's getting better. Be getting better at like, hey, this is and too, like I think it, it makes like the teams step it up and provide more innovation and and assets too, because like we're in a day an age where you can't just say, Hey, we're the diamondbacks, we're the Suns, we're whatever. Mm-hmm. We're gonna demand all no, like what are you doing for us too? Because in the digital world, you know we could I could take that money and spend it here and know I'm gonna get a three X return or a lot of that stuff so hard to measure on the ROI side, you know, it's more top of funnel kind of stuff. So I think it just holds everyone accountable to just be more creative and do uh, stuff we'll actually want to.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, and I think that it hasn't been the team strong suit and I I think they've had to, had to build up those muscles a little bit in terms of creating cool activations. Uh, That makes sense. And I think, Brands have have been heavily on the negotiation and evaluation part of it, and I do think activation has been a little undervalued, I would say, or just underappreciated. But I, I do think it's come out like like Colgate Man. I love like who who came up with that? Where that you've seen the the dude like I don't know what is it Flash or what, what's the guy's oh, yeah, name that yeah, does yeah,
2: the yeah. flash? The one that just does all those. Uh... Yeah, well, that that shit is cool. Yeah. We've well, been like we've been able to our our assets with the Diamondbacks are really cool because we get essentially. To outfit the rally backs, which are now brand ambassadors, that makes sense because now there's a call to action of like, "Hey, you're wearing this cool State 48 D backs shirt." Now that's available in the team shop. That's available on our website. So things like that. Like I'm always big on trying to measure ROI and like
1: yeah, but the moments too. Like you're set up to where you can capture and merchandise moments. Yeah, where a lot of other brands aren't. Whether whether it's sons and four guy, or I was trying to think of some other Luis Gonzalez or like grabbing different players or, you know, Bruce Arians and like these personalities and moments to be able to capture and merchandise has really kind of become part of your brand where a lot of other people just are not set up. It's like they plan it for the year and this is their deal. And if something cool bubbles up, they don't take the time to like capture it, merchandise it, embrace it, and like create something for, for their audience. I don't know.
2: Yeah, we still have a long way to go even to be you know more creative and make sure we're getting the most bang for our buck too when we do do these partnerships. Like, hey, did we put enough effort or creativity into, you know, even our, we're licensed with all the major universities in Arizona, but we could be doing so much more just being, you know, on the, with the camp, like, Campus uh, students on campus, Mm -hmm. and there's just so much fun things you do, you know, as a marketer. But like sometimes you're just so limited sometimes with your time and your resources of what you can do. So you don't sometimes get the most again bang for your buck, but that's ultimately I look at it as like it's on us, like even all the NIL deal opportunities now. And rather, can we be innovative? We've been talking to Grand Canyon University as a partner of ours, like, can we do something with your entire basketball, men's and women's, rather than just one player and going all in on this person where we can don't have to be the the biggest athlete in the world. Everyone has their own followings and brands now, right? So that alone could be more of a return than going after a major university, really. Okay, at the
1: end of the segments, I've I've, uh, just named kind of a marketing kind of trend going on. And and I I want to hear from your perspective, undervalued, overvalued influencers. Overvalued. Ooh, I like it. Okay, Web 3.0. Let's go undervalued. Uh, undervalued? Undervalued. Wow. And if I break that out like NFTs, undervalued, overvalued? Overvalued. Oh, wow. Wow. The fashion guy <laughs> says the NFTs oh, I, are like overvalued. wrong. I'm
2: just giving my first.
1: I love it. No, I love it. Instagram as a direct to consumer, Shopify, e commerce, return on ad spend. Undervalued. Undervalued still? Seriously? so oh, much shit. more opportunity to. Put it. There's still return on ad spend inside inside Instagram's
2: walls, huh? Yeah. Okay. Email marketing. Undervalued. Experiential. Undervalued. Wow. I just, I just think the old school way of being able to like have wow. innovations and events and that goes a long way to building community. Retail.
1: Undervalued. I know you think retails. I do too. Out of home.
2: Out of home. Uh,
1: overvalued. Oh, okay. Sports sponsorships. Overvalued. Wow. All right. Okay, what's uh and then just off the top of your head, most overvalued marketing kind of term or thing out there, and then most undervalued that I didn't talk about
2: overvalue, I would say impressions, mm, okay, I like that, and undervalued I'd say like word word of mouth I think that's such a
1: <laughs> I love it, okay. Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm
1: gonna, I'm totally ripping this off from Gary cuz this is this is cool. All right, that was freaking awesome. I'm stealing that undervalued overvalued thing from V cuz that's that's badass. And that wraps up the, this episode of the Rebrand podcast. Again, thanks to Mike Spanenberg, CEO and co-founder of Arizona Zone State 48 for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about Mike or contact Mike, you'll find his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can look for him on Twitter, Facebook, all the social channels, the dudes everywhere. It's Mike Spandenberg or at State48. And his company website is www.state48.com. All right, that's it for again for today. But until next time, remember, it's never too late to rebuild, reboot, or rebrand. Later, guys.